0: Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett, consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, did that music just scare you? mean to scare you but we are going to take a change of pace because it's just all been so serious although my next topic is pretty serious but um guys anyway before I launch into what we're doing for the next couple of episodes guess who's back
1: it's the boy down the road it's the man, the down, man the down the road yeah, it's the man down the road lots of
0: people liked that episode
1: yeah is it the nas one or the
0: no, the one we did on um, Have Men Become Less Manly. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember L- that one. Little Nas X. Yeah, he yep. dressed up yep. and yep. was pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So welcome back, Izzy. It's
1: an honor to be here. I love being here.
0: Okay. So guys, please, if you think you don't like this topic, I promise you, you are going to want to listen for the next few weeks, right? Am I right? Yes,
1: you're right. Look, okay. I, I didn't love it, the, the topic at the start. And now I'm obsessed. Tell them what the topic is. Okay, here,
0: so. guys, we're doing Girl Next Door Crime Club.
1: Dun-dun. <laughs>
0: I really... But Cameron just popped his head in and he's like, you two are pastors. How come you're talking about crime? What what spin are you going to put? I'm like, um, I don't know. Okay, we... Look, we're going to... Izzy and I are going to discuss this, and you guys are going to have probably a lot of fun listening and be mortified at the same mm. time, because we're both quite obsessed with crime, of which I think maybe we need to see a psychologist.
1: <laughs> it sounds so bad to say we're both it obsessed does. with crime.
0: Oh yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> crime a, podcast. That's a soundbite.
1: Yeah, crime podcasts or... Yeah, like documentaries. Documentaries. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, Okay. And then in a couple of weeks time, I've actually got a friend that I met in Toowoomba who's a criminologist.
1: That's so cool.
0: I know. And so she's going to come on, which is going to be amazing. Can't wait. Is this
1: going to be like, I don't want to, don't want to like, but is this going to be something that's going to happen often on Go Next Door?
0: Well, I'm going to do this, this topic for a couple of weeks, but then I don't know, I could. I do a crime club every year. Yeah.
1: I reckon it's awesome.
0: We'll come back and. Not that we're glor- guys, we're not glorifying crime, okay? Of
1: course not.
0: <laughs> okay, so so let's okay. We share an obsession with crime, yes. right? What got you into
1: crime? <coughs> well, P- I,
0: crime podcast. It sounds yes. like you are a criminal. <laughs> I'm not a criminal.
1: Um, I, I I think this is so funny because, like, guys, we're being serious with this. Like, we love like crime podcasts, Netflix docos. Um, I'm not going to tell you what to go and watch. I'm not going to endorse any shows. But (laughs) if you have Netflix, there's a whole bunch of cool (laughs) (laughs) crime podcasts on there um, or crime shows. But I think when I was little, mum would always, I I was telling Renee this before, mum would always like paint scenarios of what was going to happen to me if I, um, you know, went to... Somewhere without her, or if I—that's
0: that's mortifying. I
1: know, I know. She really like. There was probably some psychological damage, really. <laughs> like in terms of like, she would say things like, um, "Make sure that you, you know, wait at the bus stop with this person because if you don't, someone's going to take you." Oh, and, well, just... and
0: then Daniel Malcolm got taken. <laughs> yeah. so did you know what I mean? 100%, like 100%, you 100%. can see where parents' fear came 100%. from. Hundred percent. And
1: mum was the mum was so scared. She'd always paint scenarios of different like things that were going to happen to me. As if I'm going to get kidnapped or whatever. But anyway, I feel like maybe all of these fear-mongering scenarios, (laughs) tactics over the years has made me go, oh, like I'm sort of interested to see, you know, what this crime stuff's all about. So maybe that's where it started for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, and then what about the crime podcasts and stuff? How did you get into that?
1: (laughs) Well, Renee. (laughs) I'm going
0: to take credit.
1: Renee Bennett sent me a crime podcast recently and I was like, oh, are you into this stuff? Um, and then I listened to it and it was like I don't think it was too heavy, but I was like, Oh, this is this is full on. And then I went down the rabbit hole of crime podcasts and I haven't gotten out. So I would say I listen to more crime podcasts than I do leadership podcasts. <laughs> so that's a little confession. Okay.
0: I have a theory on this. Okay. I think it's because being pastors yep. and we're always giving out and you know, like it's a pretty Full on job at yes. times, and I was talking the other week about how with everything being so stressful, we all need—I I dare say—the word mor- it's called a moral holiday. We need to give our brains a yes. break. Yes, yeah. I, I don't want to use the word moral because I don't feel like really crime, crime is immoral. <laughs> yeah, clearly, I get what but you're saying though. but it's a brain break. Yes, like
1: and you can delve into something.
0: Yes. understand
1: it, see it from another perspective.
0: Well, it just takes... It literally takes my brain right away from all my responsibilities yeah. and what I do. I would do. agree.
1: I never thought of it like that, but I would yeah. agree. Yeah.
0: Do you know what I would like to know? I reckon that perhaps... I don't know. This is just a theory. If, if we looked up from a psychologist's point of view, why yeah. people like crime podcasts, I yeah. wonder if it does something in our brain you know like people take it oh this sounds so terrible we're talking about it, you know people like might might take a drug or whatever or yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it yeah. changes their brain yeah, 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 maybe yeah. it does something in our brain maybe, maybe we're really wacked, isaiah maybe <laughs> i don't know so i i got into it because um i think i stumbled i first started watching documentaries yes. on on netflix and I think one of the first ones I watched was The Stairwell or The Staircase. Oh, The
1: Stair... Oh, I've seen The yes. Staircase. That's with the owl. Quote, yes. quote, quote owl. Yes. Yeah, I've seen they it. They think
0: they... Oh, they, they followed this this guy, the husband, who yes. they thought it was. Yeah. And he had the sense of mind to to video everything from when it first happened, yeah. when his wife first supposedly fell down the stairs. Yes. And he got convicted and then let off. And then basically, the theory is that she got attacked by an owl. Yeah, See? but the that's reason, a fascinating the story. The reason
1: why it's a bit iffy, though, is because he was having an affair on the side. Do Something you know what like I mean? That. Yes. And it was, yes. it, it was a, an affair with an unlikely person. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then it starts getting like, oh, I wonder if it was an owl. But then Can you he imagine, didn't get imagine that?
0: You're outside in the pool area having a wine or whatever, which yeah. is what she was doing. And then she walked inside and they reckon that an owl attacked her yeah, at on the, the top, top of the her stairs. head or yep. well, t- attacked her outside. Then she walked inside, went up the stairs and then collapsed from an owl. See, this is why it's fascinating. She, anyway, it so I started watching that and then a friend of mine from our church, mm-hmm. shout out Nicole, was like, Oh, have you listened to the lady vanishes? And I was like, oh, I haven't what's seen that? that one. What? It's about, Oh look, he's looking for it. It's about a teacher that disappears from the Southport School. South, Gold Coast. South, Gold Coast. And that's oh what got me God. because I know the Gold Coast. Anyway, so that kind of like, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a bit of a bit of a brain break. But then, um, but I also grew up in an area. I grew up in Adelaide, which we'll talk about in just Jeez. a moment. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like I was surrounded by a crime in Adelaide. I literally yeah. grew up with it. Stuff that you think now is mortifying, I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about that in just a moment. Yes. Let's, why do you think people love this gear?
1: Well, I did a little Google, and um, it, it, it this was interesting. This made me sort of laugh, but psychologists say one of the main reasons we're obsessed with true crime is because it gives us an opportunity to feel relieved that we're not the victim. And <laughs> I sort like, of that surprised me. That's, yeah. But then I go to myself, maybe that is one of the reasons. But there are going to be people on here that don't love crime, but maybe you might end up being like me, who was not into crime podcasts, and now because of Girl Next Door... You're a crime podcast freak and you love it.
0: Leaning you down the rubber hole.
1: That's one of the reasons.
0: That's interesting because I don't relate to that. Yeah. I don't don't listen. And this is the thing too. The ones that I listen to, it it sounds, if you're not into crime podcasts, it sounds potentially like this is awful, but they don't go into like detail and it's not, it's actually not glorifying it. What they always focus on is, who did it? All of the. It's almost like being a detective. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. I reckon
1: that's one of the reasons. Yes. Because yeah. you feel like you're. You a want to part, help solve yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Because
0: I know Nicole with yep. this lady vanishes. Yep. She joined the Facebook page, and she is always literally obsessed with trying to find this lady.
1: It's so, trying to help. It's so interesting. Cause, I know. Do you know that I don't like unsolved cases. No, like I won't listen to unsolved cases. yes. and there was one that I listened to called Down the Hill. Um, <laughs> I should it's called Down the hill. It's actually a really good podcast. It was recommended in like the top five at the moment or whatever and um it's about these two girls that it, they go missing whatever and they don't get found, but they have Snapchat video of the person they've got audio of the person they still haven't found the guy so
0: they know who did it but they can't find him they
1: can't find him like they have a voice they have a rough sketch oh. they can't find him so in i got so like yes um intrigued by the whole sitch i signed up to forums like
0: did oh. you <laughs> That's and what I mean I, about if they scanned your brain, you probably got some addiction in your brain.
1: That's why I was like, man, I can never listen to an unsolved crime ever again. Because yeah. it just sent me like, not nuts, but I was just so like intrigued by the, Yes. how could they not find this person? Yes. I need updates. And yes. Yeah. Anyway.
0: See, and, and when I when I say crime podcast though, I also listen to things like, um, oh, I, th- I can't remember what it's called, but... Um, Unusual things that happen, like all of those t- boys that got caught in the Thai cave, they were all from a oh, soccer yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all, as this. the end of the end of year celebration, they went with their coach through the Thai caves. Yeah. And it never rains that time of year, but it f- started raining, and all the boys got stuck. Yes. And we're going to basically die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all these world global um, scuba divers came in to rescue them, and they were like, there's no way we're going to get these boys out. They had to anesthetize the boys to put them underwater to be able to get them out otherwise they wouldn't have lasted Being like oh that knock put, them out yeah knock them out not that to knock them out to take them back under the water to get them out of the caves and they got every single boy did anyone out drown? no well one of the rescue workers did which was super oh, sad. That's so sad but but every they got every boy out yeah. so I listen to stuff like yes. that too which is not so much crime but it's stories yes. of what happened I
1: think story in in, in compelling story. yes because we, we we are to a certain degree storytellers that's true. Maybe we, yes. maybe there's just a sense that we wanted justice. Maybe I'm a, I am wanted to see that there's justice <laughs> at the end, which is why I don't like unsolved crime. No.
0: And they don't concentrate on what happened to the victim. I feel like that would be gory if you yes. wanted to keep focusing on that, but it's more all of the who they were. Yeah, and, the story. And Yeah, and how it's the story yeah. and the detective work of how that happened. Um fascinating when the wrong people get blamed. Yeah. Oh
1: man, there's so many of those at the moment. Heat. I can't watch those either. It's too it's, emotional. Yeah. Like People being in jail for like 20 years over stuff yeah. they didn't do. And, oh. See now
0: the Lindy Chamberlain one, the Lindy Chamberlain who the, the you, dingo took my baby. You
1: heard that. I thought it was dingo. I, you thought, I thought she was guilty.
0: You thought she was guilty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. She is so not guilty. Yeah. And again,
0: do you know what? Her and her husband were pastors.
1: Yeah, that's in crazy. the Seventh
0: Advent. That's what I mean. And like, I'm not obsessed with ooh, who took the baby. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, they that could have happened to Cameron and I. Yeah, they're oh, in yeah. the Northern Territory. Totally, they're pastors yes. of the Seventh Adventist Seventh Day Adventist Church having a holiday. She starts screaming. How the heck did they end up thinking it was her? That the, now all of the um all of the forensics. Massively pointed to the fact it could not have been her. Yeah. But she went to jail.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: For years, her marriage fell apart. See, we just, yeah. we love people. That's what it is. Okay. So let me tell you a bit of my background yeah. because Isaiah is just mortified. Oh my gosh. So, having grown up in Adelaide, it's known as the, it's literally known as the murder capital of the world, right? And so, all through my childhood, it was just normal to me and I didn't realize how freaky it was probably till I moved here and started telling people like you Yes. the stories and you were like, what?
1: I, well, when you told me, I was like, it was the first time we went to Adelaide on a ministry trip and I got to go with you guys. Yeah, yes. And I was like, Adelaide's not as bad as you're saying. And then you told me more things and I kept going, what the? And then I looked up the doco City of Evil and it's a five-part <laughs> series on, the, on Adelaide. And all the crime, and it freaked me out.
0: Yeah, so here here are some of the ones that have happened in Adelaide, right? Hang on, I've got them all written down. Where is it? So um, The Body in the Barrels, that's the Snowtown murders, right? So this is really crazy, but we've actually got a connection to that one because... One of the one of the people that they found in one of the barrels was actually a boy from our youth group.
1: See, that is wild. I know that is absolutely wild.
0: I know, literally. So Clinton Trezise, he used to come all the time to our church, and honestly, like, because um, then he disappeared for a while. We didn't see him for ages. Well, mm. and clearly, and again, you know, the the victims of that were um, they they chose people that um, you know were not they were intellectually kind of impaired. Um, and they, they could get
1: take advantage of them. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they kept taking
0: their Centrelink payments. Jeez. So that was super close to home. And then, um, we look it up
1: by the way, if you guys, any people yeah. who are into crime stuff, you've got to look up the, the snow town. Is it Snowtown? Is that yeah, what it's called? Snow Snowtown, Snowtown. the yeah. snow
0: town or body in the barrels. It, yeah. There's no snow by the way in that town. No,
1: but <laughs> isn't this even, even the name is freaky. I know. Oh, anyway, I
0: know it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, you can look that up. Um, Another one was, oh, um, growing up, we knew that there was a, there's actually a a, a pedophile ring in Adelaide yeah. known as the family. Yes. Yes. And the reason that I knew so much about it was my cousin's cousin. Mm-hmm. So my co- so I've got a cousin, yep. but his cousin on his side of the family. Yep. Um, was actually a victim and yes, i remember you know. it, i remember it happening as a child so that was richard kelvin
1: that's unbelievable and his
0: father was a newsreader yeah 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 and yeah. i remember i remember his mum, betty ann we we went to their place once i had a barbecue with them i remember that i don't remember meeting richard though
1: what's so wild about what you're saying is i just listened to that podcast the von other Einen. day yeah, yeah 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 the the, the, the family the von item the guy but mm-hmm. I just listened to the podcast and I didn't realise that that was your cousin's cousin. Yeah. And that was the main story was around this one this, yes, this one, that was a
0: big... I think too because his father was a newsreader yes. in Adelaide yeah. and and he was so well-known. Yeah. That was devastating. And I rem- I clearly remember he had a really long break from reading the news and when he came back, I just even... I would have been maybe, I don't know, maybe I was eight or nine. I remember feeling so sorry for him. He looked so pale and yeah, so sad geez. when he came back. And that was all... Pa- and so we were taught massively stranger danger yeah. in Adelaide. Like yeah. it was... It was something that we were taught in our primary school all the time. Because
1: so many people were going missing. and because, Yes. But see, it, you had warrant for that. We did. Whereas I didn't. <laughs> like, no. You're... I was in rural Queensland <laughs> with cow paddocks and no crime. And mum was yeah. still painting scenarios like that. But you were actually... Yeah, you lived in it. Yeah. That's well, the,
0: the the ring, that pedophile ring that was happening, was literally in the area where we lived. Yeah. And the area where... Um, where our church was as well, all around there. So it was a middle-class
1: area. And what's bizarre about the whole story, and you, you don't want to talk about it too much, obviously there's heaps more of it, but the reason why it's so compelling is because only one of them got caught, right? Only yes. one of the guys got caught. Yes. And the reason, and there's still millions of dollars up for grabs for yeah. anybody who has yeah. um, information on the family. That's what they've actually called it, this ring. But yeah. they said the reason why people won't, fess up or there's no real it's because they're all esteemed people in the community
0: yes yeah, they lawyers think that doctors they're, yep, judges oh and my. that's why they think they're getting off
1: yeah so that's why there's such a high reward right to like yeah. millions yeah. of dollars like yeah. I couldn't believe the city still to this day have still got millions unsolved. of dollars around that any information but yeah yeah sure
0: I know um. What else? What else did we have in Adelaide? Um, and then, of course, there was the. This was before I was born, but the famous Beaumont children. Yes. Four kids. Yeah. That went missing, and they just recently excavated a house, trying to thinking that they had a tip off that they could find them. Nothing. Nope. No. No. Nope. And then there were two little girls. This was the year that I was born. Two little girls, um, Joanne Ratcliffe and Kirsty Gordon, who were taken from the Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Well, like the Adelaide Oval is just like our local where Jeez. we played, you know, where we played football. Um, So there's a lot of different stories like that. And then someone else that I'm hoping to get on the podcast is a friend of ours who's pretty sure that he was approached as a child. Yeah. Dave, Dave Hammers, if you're listening.
1: Oh, yeah. By, yeah. by, by one of the, by the one family? Of, yeah. 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 Geez. Yeah. So, so you're fa- not, not fascination, but you you were just, you've grown up in it, right? So it's yeah. national news for us and yep. like for people who are crime buffs, unapologetically, I don't care if you judge me, but if you're a crime buff <laughs> like me and you're listening to it, yeah. I'm listening to either people that you knew or yes. people that were in your youth group. Yes, like, that's, that's just terrible. wild. See, I'm not going to talk too much on my one because I've only got one where... Um, And I just, I think there's like some cultural appropriation around it. So I don't want to talk about too much and I don't want to, Mm. you know, say the wrong thing. But even in our youth ministry back in Cairns where I was from, there's not like, there's some horrifying things that have happened in Cairns, but probably the most recently horrifying thing that happened to like an entire family of young people um, that the mother just lost it. And I I know one of her, I know that one of the daughters came to youth every now and then and it just hits differently when you know the people or they've had association yes. with the community group that you run. Yes. Um, and that was, that was tragic. And that was just around Christmas as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it was
1: super sad. Mm.
0: It is really fascinating to me how, how evil some people can be, oh. but this is what the criminologist that I've got on in the next couple of weeks um, she was talking to me about it from another angle, about how often the people that perpetrate the crime have been victims themselves.
1: Yes, yeah, I've heard that. I've and, heard that. Yeah, yeah, and
0: how they might have, because of that, done something terrible when they're very young, Yes. served their time, but then trying to fit back in with the community, even if it hasn't they... Has worked or it has? Yeah, no, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult for them. Even if they... Um, they've got very limited chance of ever re reoffending. It's just mm. they might have been 18 or 17. They've had a terrible upbringing themselves. Yeah. They did something yeah. wrong. They served time. And it's really sad it to is. see it from that point of view.
1: Because I think I've listened to so many like <laughs> crime <laughs> podcasts. The trend, I sound like I'm some researcher, but the trend <laughs> that I hear all the time is all a lot of these guys or girls or whoever's committing a crime, there's always like this string of petty theft or petty crimes in the lead yes. up to the big one. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So it's always like like arson or theft or
0: yeah. Grand
1: Theft Auto or um,
0: isn't that isn't that
1: a movie? You no, just said Grand, Grand Theft, theft, theft Auto. Auto. It's a game, but th- that's oh. actually a term. Like oh, is it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know GTA Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I think I that's a, it's a term. movie. No, no, no. It's I think it's like. You stealing an automobile? Oh, uh,
0: okay, car.
1: Or a car. Is that
0: your mum's Canadian <laughs>
1: automobile? I <laughs> sound like Cam. Um, but but like theft and crimes, and then the lead up is this, like it's like the string, the story of the criminal. It's been all these little things, and then all of a sudden, just cracks and becomes yes. whatever they are. That to yeah. me was something that I was like, man, like most of these guys never just they're either a victim. Or they did a whole bunch of petty crimes and then eventually they thought, well, I'm not going to get caught. I'm going to do something crazy.
0: Yeah. Now here's a different, um, take that I haven't thought of before, but you just triggered something in my memory years ago. A pastor in our church was preaching on the importance of your family line, your family mm-hmm. background, and um and your ancestry. Mm-hmm. And he followed, you know, Ned Kelly. Yeah, yeah. he was like a, everyone yeah. in Australia infamous, would know Ned Kelly. Yeah. If you're listening from overseas, look up Ned Kelly, mm-hmm. infamous bush ranger, yeah. um you know, criminal, mm. probably the first bad criminal yeah. in Australia. His family line was full of criminals wow. and different. You know, like if you looked back at his family line, just, you know, theft and different people doing time, but then he compared it to someone else. And I can't remember who he compared it with, but someone that was doing a lot of good in society and their ancestry, Christians, like all people that had contributed well to society. So it does ask, make you think the question, well, what if you were from a family that has got a history Mm. of those kinds of things? How can you break the cycle? Yeah. Right.
1: So sometimes you can just inherit, like maybe the yeah. theft gene. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like...
0: no, it's no different. I guess maybe an alcoholic. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or a divorce runs yeah. through your family. Yeah, that's so true. I never like... thought of it like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, we've gotten deep. Yeah. It okay. Has gotten deep. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Yeah, go. I don't know if I've told you this story. This oh. happened.
1: <laughs> is this an Adelaide crime story? Yeah. Oh, God. No, this
0: happened to me. Oh, what? This, yeah, this is creepy. This legit happened. And there's four witnesses. So my sister and I, my sister's yeah. two years older. I can't believe I haven't told you this no, one. This no, this is all new. Okay, my sister and I, because my parents were divorced, mm-hmm. we often would stay at my aunties and uncles. I've got lots of aunties and uncles. But this particular auntie and uncle also had two two girls. Mm-hmm. So they were my cousins. So my sister and then my older cousin and then me and my younger cousin. Anyway, we were sleeping at their house this particular night. Good area in Adelaide. I think it was Mobrey North at the time um they had a fairly big house and the girls bedrooms were at the back corner of the house so Mm -hmm. one on one corner one on the other Mm -hmm. right i was sleeping on the floor by the window in my cousin's my, young, my younger cousin and I in that room and my older sister and my older cousin in the other room, mm-hmm. right? would have been about, I don't know, early hours of the morning, maybe 6 o'clock, 5.30, and I'd woken up, but I thought, oh, everyone else is asleep. Mm. And she had one of those pull-down blinds. Mm. So not, not curtains, like a mm-hmm. pull-down. Anyway, I'm just laying there, and the next thing, I would have to say it was a man because mm-hmm. I'm gathering it was a man. Somebody dressed. I could see the silhouette and they wore, it looked like a trench coat because it was only the silhouette, a trench coat with the collar up and a hat. My sister said it was more of a cap. I thought it looked more like of a Sherlock Holmes kind of a, yeah, I don't know, yeah. like a hat, hands in pockets. The silhouette walks to the middle of the window, right, turns and faces us. And you've got to remember I'm laying on the other side going, Holy crap. No way. Yeah. Laying there going, what the heck? And I'm looking and the person just stares in and then turns away and slowly walks off. Right. No way. I am petrified. I'm just saying they're like, Oh my days. And then my cousin whispers, did you see that? I'm like,
1: what? so she was That's awake wild. right
0: we quickly we waited a minute because we were petrified yeah. cracked into my sister and her sister's room and went and then they said the same thing did you see that he did exactly the same thing at to the other window.
1: oh yes. no
0: way so somebody knew that there were four little girls right we were packing our pants say exactly crazy. the same you can ask my sister you can ask my two cousins we told my auntie and uncle they did not believe us but yeah, wow. but they did put fences up.
1: Yeah, yeah, so maybe they didn't maybe they didn't openly believe you because they didn't want to scare you. Yeah. But the fence tells me that they believed you.
0: Wait, to this day you can ask my cousins, that. we're all totally grown up. We've got our own kids. All four of us would be like, "Do you remember the time?" That's so That wild. person. But I'm like, "How did he know that their bedrooms were at the back?" Cuz my auntie and uncle's bedroom was right at the front of the house. We were way at the back. And how did they know we were there?
1: So they're just watching. This this person's yes. obviously just watching. That's so freaky. Oh, I know. That's so freaky.
0: So anyway, and then my cousins and I used to, because uh, my cousin lived two doors down yeah. from me. My cousin, my neighbor and I, we used to go bike riding all through Banksia Park where I lived. <clears throat> we used to love it. But I remember one day <clears throat> a car followed us while we were bike riding stuff like that's what i'm saying Adelaide Adelaide (laughs) and we were all i mean we would have been maybe like 10 at the time 10 9 8 that kind of ages just our parents would let us ride around the neighborhood this car was slowly following us and do you know what we did we all threw down our bikes so funny because the person would have seen us threw down our bikes and there was a house being built up the road and there was a massive mound of dirt and we all hid behind the mound of dirt and the car went up and then it turned around and it came back and we were literally packing our pants.
1: No we were like, way. "What do we do?"
0: And then the car went away and then we all got on our bikes and quickly drove home. Jeez, right?
1: That is so full on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. Have, yeah, I'm not gonna say it, but that is so scary. I know. I reckon the I reckon the, the freakiest thing was probably more of a secondhand one. And I was there was a couple that came, a family that came to church back mm. where I, I used to go to church. And um, they came in and they were, they were the biggest helpers, right? Yeah. I've never told you this either. No. They're the biggest helpers. They would clean up, pack up, stack chairs. They'd come for every meeting, right? Do so you know those guys that yes, every prayer meeting, guys. they're there. Every meeting, they're staying. They're first to their last to leave. And we were just like, I mean, they looked sad, but like it was a family, like a husband and wife and then a son. And I think there was a daughter. They looked sad, but they looked like... um. They were really liking the community. So we're like, yeah. this is awesome. They're coming to everything. And a kid you're not, it would have, they, they were there. And then one minute they just weren't there. And we were like, okay, where is this family? These guys, the, the parents would have been like in their fifties and the kids were like young adults. We're like, where the heck did they go? Yeah. Promise you on the news, the, this is when we found out on yeah. the news. These guys' faces are on the news. No pictured, way. They've basically had a, That their mother or mother-in-law, right? So the the guys...
0: To the grandmother of the the, kids. The grandmother
1: of the kids. They literally left her in a shipping container (gasps) in like New South Wales where it gets like freezing cold. Yeah. I think deliberately scheming to... Like, I think it was almost like a house next to their house, but they ended up leaving her there and then she died. And then they, they take her. They locked her her in? Yeah, yeah, They take her to the, um, they take her to the hospital be like, oh my God, she's, she's not responding, blah, 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 blah. Then an investigation turns out and they find this little shack shipping container next to their house. house. And it was like this deliberate plot to be able for her to pass away so that they could get.
0: Money. The inheritance. So
1: they ended up all going, all, the the parents especially all went. They went to jail.
0: No. Yeah, that's
1: that's legit. You would never have known because you were just like, man, they look sad. But you know what? They looked like they were carrying something heavy. Like, well, you know what so I mean? they were? Yeah, yeah, must, yeah. stuff
0: like so that. So they were on wait. the run.
1: They were on the run. I think wow. they might have came from New Zealand or, or New South Wales, but it was where it was really cold. Imagine a shipping container next to their main house, and that's where she lived. But they, it was almost designed in a way that. She was gonna wow. deteriorate. Yeah, it's it's full on. That's
0: that's so evil. Yeah, so you evil. Can't believe. And this is the thing: they're rocking up to church. Yeah.
1: Oh, you would think. Like I said, they were first to come, last to leave. They looked sad, uh, but they always were like kept you at a distance, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Say all the right things, but.
0: And they were doing that. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: People used to think we were a bit nuts when, Well, probably when we first moved here. I don't even know how we, this would come into conversation. But when my kids were little, Cameron Karen used to teach them to scream at the top of their lungs. If they were approached. Yeah, literally. And like, I don't know how we would get into that conversation, but people would think it's hilarious. Well, I, I mean, we practiced. Yeah. He practiced with them. I know. <laughs> Why did he do it? <laughs> Just at home. <laughs> I know they probably sound like they were being
1: <laughs> killed. You know, um, yeah, go go go. Be,
0: because he was like, and when people would say, "Why would you do that?" We're like, because we know so many things, and being pastors too, we knew yeah, yeah, yeah. we would know people that would try and come into it. Because our church was very big in Adelaide. Yeah, we had all sorts. And we knew different things about different, you know, people. So and you're, so... you're,
1: that's stranger danger. You're really teaching yeah, them we to were... make sure <laughs> <laughs> that at any point they feel unsafe, scream at the top of your lungs. Scream.
0: We always say that to our kids. If ever you feel unsafe, if ever any, you don't worry about the other person, you scream and Cameron would teach them and he'd be like louder. Like... <laughs>
1: oh my God. I don't know if
0: the kids ever
1: remember that. <laughs> that is
0: so funny. But I'm like, babe, I think maybe you might be scarring but... them. He's like, no, we've got to teach them. Cause they do. I remember Oprah did a lot of stuff like this, right? Mm. Where she would say, um, like, as a girl, if 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 anyone ever took took you,
1: yeah,
0: that um, you had to. What did she say? Before they took you to the second, I can't the second place or something rather, you have to get out. You got to yeah. get out of the car. Yeah. Otherwise, you're probably going to die. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. get out, yeah. throw yourself out. And she would talk about ways to get out of situations. Jeez. That was on Oprah
1: see and we and this is why it's fascinating for us because you know people i know (laughs) do you know what i mean like this is why it's like yes and and i don't know maybe like i said i don't know why it feels like a bit of an escape for me it's almost like a bit of a hobby like it's (laughs) like it sounds bad right but like just (laughs) binging on crime judge me send your letters to mail at (laughs) renee bennett.com no well
0: cameron's worried
1: Yeah, Cam was coming in with a redemptive spin on it, but I just can't I was find like, it. I
0: can't find one. <laughs> um, maybe we need counselling. I know, maybe. No, but I think for me, it is. It's it's the storyline. It's yes, fascinating story to me that for... someone can just disappear, yeah. or and and usually they have an inkling. The police will have an yeah. inkling, yeah. or the worst ones are when the police are involved. Oh
1: yeah, that's and that's when you're like, yeah,
0: totally.
1: That's when it gets scary.
0: Yeah. So, okay, we've got to end on a good note. We've got... Oh, we're going half an hour. That's good. Okay, we've got to end on a happy note. The
1: happy note is, if you want some crime (laughs) podcasts, DM the page and we'll send you a whole bunch to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: Oh my goodness. You can start off with the Lindy Chamberlain or the William Terrell one's fascinating. The little boy in the Spider-Man suit.
1: I haven't heard that one. What? No. Isaiah, well, where inter- have you been? No, I don't think the I've The little three-year-old one. boy. Oh, that's the recent one that, in Australia. And it's come yeah. back up again. Yeah, well, now, they're, now, now they've now they got... The foster
0: parents. Yes, yeah. The foster parents, which yeah. no one told anyone yeah. that he that was a foster mum that he was with when he disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. He was just roaring and roaring like a lion in his backyard, and the next thing he's gone. Yeah. Gone. And then now they're saying that they've taken the the other foster kid away from the foster parents. Yeah. Is like, what's going on? Yeah, what's that? So much stuff we don't know. That, that
1: was a good one. There's even one locally in the Gold Coast where there was a girl found in a suitcase. That's what? it. Yeah, yeah, just in the Pimpama River that we cross all the time. And it was a foster kid. Yeah, so uh, when I used to look, sorry, just to I know it. We
0: meant, meant to end on ending, a white note. But, what the heck?
1: But when I when I was working for Mercy Community Services, I remembered we'd have to transport some kids here and there, and yes. all of the kids who were in the foster system were freaked out because this one particular oh. girl, I forget her name, but there was there was signs on buses like of her face and giving like a oh. positive message. She was. Um, killed by her foster parents. Oh. Yeah, because in and the worst re- the reason why well I think it I oh, think but, it was yeah I remember yeah, this yeah, one this because was because she that was long pregnant ago. to the yes. yeah to the son.
0: That and that's not far from here that's where we're no, right where we are. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like you yeah. cross
1: the bridge all the time to go there. So yeah. and a
0: lot of the people in our church work with um, mm-hmm. kids in mm-hmm. in um, vulnerable situations 100%. foster care emergency yep. care and um, Georgia works yep. in in that um, kind of field and is assistant social worker at the moment and some of like some of the things that she'll you know obviously she doesn't tell me a lot because a lot of it is yeah, private and confidential but just a little bits and pieces it makes me cry yeah, yeah I'm like oh my gosh there are so many kids that <clears throat> are not looked after no, no and are so vulnerable
1: yeah and this the, this particular <clears throat> case is like a it's an added trauma to all these guys because now they're like yeah. I further can't trust anybody yeah. like I remember that particular yeah. c- cohort that we were dealing with they were just all petrified because of that story Aww. yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, really we've got sad. we've got crime podcasts. Renee's yeah. got a whole bunch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I do. I haven't
1: read books. I'm not into that that no. much. But podcasts and like Netflix and
0: yeah, no, I'm not into the books either. No, nah, yeah, no, just the podcast. Okay, uh, what are you doing for Christmas? Let's uh, <laughs> let's end happy.
1: Uh, Christmas. This is the first Christmas that Renee and I will be chilling out together. Usually, we have to see about three families.
0: Yes, normally and you so, go back to Korea yeah. So we're you.
1: really looking forward to just like a slow Christmas. Morning, unwrap some presents, chill out together. But this will be the first time ever, so we're like pretty stoked. <laughs> Not to say that we don't like, but it's a it's an arduous task to to see three families yeah. in one day. Yeah. So that's just it, it, actually, you know what? Yes, yeah, three families. Yeah, that's yeah. what
0: happens when you come from broken home Yeah, totally. You got to race from Mom, Mom's, dad, Dad's. and then I've
1: got Renee's parents. Yeah, and and. And at least one of them will either feel like an afterthought yes. or an entree. So you've got yes. to deal with that whole, yep. do you know what I mean? So, totally. But I love seeing them, don't get me wrong, but just the fact that I don't have to drive just, like yeah. four hours. and
0: Yeah, but you've also just moved house again. Yeah, we just which moved Which you house. did last Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you we, moved yeah. house, yep. then you raced up to Cairns, yep. whereas nah, now you can just kind of chill yeah. and enjoy.
1: So that's what, what yeah. are you guys doing?
0: Yeah, same, chilling. We're, just time, yeah. we're just chilling. Yeah, because so you're not so going to Adelaide. No no. no, no, my um, family are not very happy about that. No. no, we're not going to Adelaide. Staying home. So Cameron's parents live here, though. Yeah, and my cool. sister is here. Yeah. So we'll have them over. Nice. So, yeah. All Christmas. right. Thanks for coming.
1: It was fun. Crime Club is awesome.
0: I hope we haven't, like, scarred anyone. Nah.
1: Nah, <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon people are going to be intrigued. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I wasn't a pastor, I'd be a detective. Yes. 100%.
0: Well, a lot of a lot of young people are studying criminology yeah
1: yeah there's a couple of our shows that are doing it yes shout out yeah. yep
0: shout out to you guys all right guys come back next week you're gonna really be intrigued okay bye bye